Hello and welcome to another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm your host, Shay Wheat, founder of Grace and Ease Productions. And today's guest, I'm super excited because, y'all, she didn't even like set out to be an entrepreneur. (laughs) No, I did not. I'm excited because that in itself is something that we can we can chat about a little bit further. But Danielle helps individuals develop the grit, resilience, and courage necessary to thrive in today's rapidly changing market. She is a former Fortune 500 senior manager, entrepreneur, military spouse, and mother to thrill-seeking five-year-old twin boys. She has um, also, she's the host of the Dream Job with Danielle podcast rated in the top 5% globally, which is also a feat all on its own. So please help me welcome Danielle to the Creating Powerful Impact stage. Hey, Danielle. Hello. Thanks for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to have you here because, you know, like I was saying in, in the beginning, you weren't even planning on being an entrepreneur, right? Like you were, you were just on LinkedIn doing your thing, looking to have, you know, a new job. Would you share a little bit about like how that kind of got started for you? And then what did it morph into? Yeah, you're right. So I had no intentions of starting a job. When I imagined my career and what my career would look like for my lifetime, it was, I was going to work in medical sales and I was going to climb the corporate ladder and follow in my mom's footsteps as she was a successful regional manager for a top 10 pharmaceutical company. But it really, like many of us, the pandemic changed a lot uh, for all of us. Just just a little (laughs) bit. Just just a little bit. bit. (laughs) Yeah. So in January of that year, of January of 2020, my husband returned home from Iraq from serving a one-year deployment. And when he left, our twins at the time were one and a half. So they were still in cribs and high chairs and learning how to eat with spoons and learning to walk. And he came back to them being in toddler beds and no high chairs and speaking in full sentences. And that was a big transition. It was definitely hard with him being gone, but I would say that the transition back home was uh, not as expected. It it was definitely challenging. And then a few months later, March 8th, um, I had actually lost my mom to suicide. So right as I'm going through this transition with my husband and this exciting time with him being home, I had lost my mom. And then two weeks after that, the pandemic hit, shut the world down. I couldn't even go, I couldn't even go spread her ashes, do her funeral, nothing as I'm navigating through this. And then while I'm in, in this experience, I'm working for a company. It's a fortune 500 company. I had been there for seven years. However, they were going through some big transitions and acquisitions, and it was turning into a very toxic work environment. So I decided to leave. So my late, my life was completely flipped upside down. I was lost. I had tied my identity to my job, my career. I felt like I, I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do or who I was. And I just felt completely lost. And so I started to think, okay, well, I'm going to rebuild my personal brand. I want to look for job opportunities. I know that in order to do that. 
I need to build my professional brand. So I jumped on LinkedIn and I started to just post inspiring quotes. And what I found was by posting inspiring quotes, I actually started to get a boost in my own motivation and kind of pull myself out of the hole that I felt like I was in of depression. And then it started to post advice on leadership and how to get a job and interview questions to ask because I was a hiring manager. And then people started to reach out to me and say, hey, your post inspired me. I've been feeling really down. Do you do any career coaching? Do you do any um, interview coaching, resume coaching? And so I started to help people and I, I started, I was like, well, I guess I'll do this. And, and, but I was still looking for a job. I would, I would apply for a job and then the next day somebody would reach out to me and, and they would want me to coach them. And then I would go to apply for a job and maybe I'd go for an interview, but I didn't get it for a particular reason. And, and then I would get a client. And so every time a door would shut and me going into the corporate world, again, a door would open for me into this business. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't till a recruiter and I were, were talking about this job position. She's like, I know you would be great. And it's a high level position within an organization. However, Danielle, I hate to say this, but I don't think you should go for the job as much as I would want to. And I'm going to get paid for you getting this job. She says, you really need to pursue your passion and coaching and mentoring and leading and speaking is what you're passionate about. I think you should do this. And so I took the leap of faith and started a business and then Within two and a half years, my LinkedIn community went from 2,000 to 25,000. I started a podcast, wrote a book, have a successful speaking uh, speaking business. It's been a whirlwind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come back in a couple of minutes. There's been oh, a lot of journeys yeah. along the way. In four minutes, we now have the life story, <laughs> right? But oh my gosh. So there's so many pieces in there that I think is really, really phenomenal and I, I also read somewhere of you saying the road to triumph has challenges. It It's more like navigating a pothole ridden street with unexpected speed bumps waiting to trip you up. Yeah. Could you expand <laughs> upon that just a little bit? Because I think that is the entrepreneurial journey. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you're going along and you're like, oh, oh shoot. Okay. Wait, keep going. Go. Holy cow. There's another, you know, like hot hole and you like, keep going a little bit more and you're like, all right, cool. This is smooth sailing. And then all of a sudden you're like, fudge, something just took the wheel off. Right. Yes. Yeah. There's definitely no clear path in the entrepreneurial journey. And I always love car analogies because one, one thing people don't know about me is I do drive a huge lifted truck and yes, I drive it in Louis Vuittons. So I am, <laughs> I, I love trucks. I love cars. I'm a car enthusiast. So I always have analogies that are car related, but yeah, there is no one clear path in, entre- in entrepreneurship. I, there's a lot of pivots. So you may be going one direction and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, this doesn't feel right. Or you hit a roadblock and it's not a matter of stopping. It's a matter of pivoting mm-hmm. and continuing to pivot and refine and pivot and refine. And Sometimes where, where I first started in my business was I was helping people with doing their resume and career coaching. And, and then it evolved into people saying, gosh, you left corporate and you built a successful business. Well, you helped me with business coaching. And then it led into, 
okay, well, Danielle, with your background being a fortune 500 sales leader, can you do, can you talk about sales and leadership? So then I started doing speaking and then wrote a book. It's, and that's evolved over time. What I started doing and what I'm doing now, there's similarities, but it's also very different. Mm. And that's part of that, those pivots. And, and it's not been an easy journey. I think that you and I, before we jumped on, I had written a book and I, I thought I had the title and I have been running with it. I have been, I've been redoing all my marketing pieces and I've been so excited. I've been talking to people about it and building momentum about it. And then come to find out that that title, um, may not be the best title for the direction that I'm going. Cause I'm, I'm pivoting again. And I just, yesterday I found out yesterday and I was just felt so deflated yeah. and defeated and disheartened and frustrated and angry and all those emotions that come through, but I'm not going to let that stop me. And I think that's really important in entrepreneurship. Yeah, absolutely. Cause I think that is the only constant thing is change. You're, mm-hmm. you're just constantly changing and you're adjusting and you're seeing what's happening in the marketplace, you know, especially with, you know, you hear people going, oh, we're going into a recession or, oh, this is happening over here. And what does this look like? Oh, you know, pandemic, what have you. So <clears throat> I would be curious to know through all of the coaching and all of the mentorship and everything that you've done, <clears throat> excuse me. Are there any like common roadblocks that you see are preventing people from reaching their goals? And if there are, are there any like ways to kind of overcome them? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of roadblocks that we run into. (laughs) Um, I think one of them is a lot of people are searching for clarity and they're constantly searching for clarity and saying, well, what is it that I want to do? What is my greater purpose? I thought that I was going to go this direction, but now I might be potentially going this direction. And as soon as they find clarity, then it's, they want, how do I can align clarity with purpose? So this is crystal clear of what I want to do, but can they also align that with my purpose? And, and then can I turn that into a profitable business as well? Cause sometimes what we're passionate about may not be necessarily what people are seeking and will pay for. Mm-hmm. So it's how do you align your passion and your purpose to to build an impactful business? I think that the, some of the roadblocks that people run into is the common one is imposter syndrome. I know that when I first started, I said, who am I to call myself a career coach? <laughs> and the recruiter who I was talking to is a friend of mine. She says, Danielle, you have seven years as a hiring manager for a Fortune 500 company. You've mentored other managers. You were in a development program for a director level. You're more than qualified to help people with, um, with you know, interview coaching, resume writing. I've I've interviewed hundreds of people. I've seen thousands of resumes across my desk. I know what stands out. I know what hiring managers are looking for. So that imposter syndrome and getting past that. Also the perfectionism. Mm. I can't tell you how many times I have rewritten my bio, my positioning statement, my website. It is constant rewriting and rewriting and rewriting, but that's okay. Um, As long as we don't let perfectionism hold us back from putting actions in place to move forward. Right. It's like do it well enough to start getting it out there and then start receiving the feedback that mm-hmm. then you can tweak and adjust, right? Mm-hmm. Because like we said, that that's the only constant is change. It's never, it's never going to look like how you started. 
right? Never. If, if you went back to look at your first website, oh my go gosh. back to look at my first website, like, holy cow, what in the world were we thinking? But <laughs> that's what worked in the moment, right? Yes. Well, <laughs> we needed it- a presence. And now, you know, we kind of move into who it is that we are today and who we serve. And that in itself has also evolved. Yeah. So you talk about website. <laughs> I know one of the biggest roadblocks that I ran to, into initially was I left corporate cold, cold turkey. I like left. You're just like, peace, I'm out. Peace, I'm out. I'm going to do this. And I had a company car. I had health insurance. I had 401k. I got stock options every year. I had a six-figure salary and a six-figure commission check every year. So I, and I was used to six figures since I was 23. So for 15 years, this is what I'm accustomed to at a lifestyle I'm accustomed to. And uh, I, so initially I was like, I'm not going to spend money unless I'm making money. And I built my own website and I look back and it's hideous. I mean, it worked. I got business from it, but it was not a true representation of my brand. Mm -hmm. And what I've found over the years, two, two and a half years I've been doing this now, is if you want to get from point A to point C and E or Z, wherever that is, the quickest way to do that is to invest in yourself and let somebody guide you who's been there, who's done that, who's had the success who can tell you what steps, who can share with you and guide you what steps to take and what steps to avoid. Mm -hmm. Because I know that when I, and also that can uncover things that maybe we don't see in ourselves. So when I worked with the brand strategist, she was able to uncover what my unique skill set is and was able to translate that into a value proposition statement. So I think that I've definitely learned to invest in myself. And that was initially a roadblock. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and as an entrepreneur, that's also something you can just continue to do, right? Because then your investments just look more like, okay, how do I then 10X this? You know, what is my return? If I'm going to invest this much money into this product or service or coach or what have you program, how am I going to 10X it on the back end or more so, right? Mm -hmm. So like when we're producing events, they invest in us we are way beyond 10xing their investment on the back end of it right so it's like that also is something to think about when i'm going into creating programs and packages for people is like how do i even give them more value and more xing on their um events that they do with us right beautiful so you've got little ones at home <laughs> Yeah, little, they may be little, but they sure take up a whole lot of space in my house. <laughs> I love them to death. Um, for those that have, you know, little ones at home and are, you know, working from home, having their own business, growing, leveraging, scaling, got to the point where they're six figures, multiple six figures, heading towards seven, um, and yet feel a couple of different things of like, oh, Am I spending too much time in the business and not at t- enough time at home or vice versa? Or how do you do the quote unquote work life balance? What would you say to them? And, and, you know, what works and what doesn't work for you even? Yeah, I've heard very, very, I've heard variations of this work life balance, work life integration, work life harmony, work life is BS. I've heard very, I've heard various variations of that. Um, I go back to what first 
take care of me, take care of my family, take care of my business. Mm. So for me, I know that to feel my best, I go for a walk in the morning. I get super clear. I wake up before everyone wakes up. I go for my walk or I go on my Peloton. I do my thing. And then I start my morning. I do not check. I don't start my day until nine o'clock typically. And so my first couple hours is either working out and then it's having breakfast with my kids and getting them ready for the day. And that's quality time. That's important to me when they were in school or when they were in VPK. So I think this is like my first year in business. They would always come home around 1230. So I would block out my calendar. So from 1215 to one o'clock, no one can schedule appointments on that during that time, because I wanted to be there to open the door when my, I had a nanny. So my nanny would go pick them up and bring them back. But I wanted to be there to physically open the door to say hi to them and greet them and have them feel like they are number one. Um, that was important to me. And then, you know, I typically don't take clients after four o'clock. Now that doesn't mean that sometimes I don't work late, but that's because I choose to, mm -hmm. but I think having those boundaries and, and choosing, you know, there's going to be times where if I'm on the road, I'm going to work later so that I can be present when I'm at home. There's times where they come with me on the road and we incorporate them in. Um, so it's, it's kind of, you get to find your own balance. There's no one right way to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it really comes down to, I think the way that you said, it, it's like me, and then the family, and then the business. But what is that perfect average day look like for you to set you up, put the mask on you first, because then you're able to support everything else after that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was, I was feeling a little down about this whole book title thing the other day. And that would have, it would have, it would have not been beneficial if I would have sat and done work last night. I wasn't in the right mind space. I wasn't in the right. So it was like, instead, no, I need to get myself ground. I, I want, I get to get myself grounded. I get to kind of see and having the self-awareness of how I was feeling last night, kind of how I'm transitioning through this today and tomorrow. So I'm being very mindful of what my activities are mm -hmm. today as I, as I kind of work through these emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Now, um, on your website, you actually have a number of free resources. So normally we here on the podcast have an opportunity for our guests to, you know, give something back to our audience, but you actually have quite a few resources that you're, you're wanting to, you know, have the opportunity to gift our audience. Would you share a little bit about, you know, what they can find and, you know, depending on where they're at in life and in business, what might support them? Yeah. So there are several resources, but there's going to be more <laughs> and the release of my book. I have probably 10 different downloads that people can download. So I have everything from a goal setting workbook, uh, just the tips and tricks to setting and achieving goals and action steps to take it. There's a career accelerator workbook. So discover your purpose and take steps to build a, 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 a career that you enjoy there is a business blueprint. So it's just a checklist of even how to start a business. Um, and then there's a fired up or burnout to fired up. So how do you create balance in your life? How do you have a successful career and 
be present at home. And it's absolutely possible. Uh, I spent an entire year with my husband deployed. I was leading a team for a fortune 500 company with 60% overnight travel with my twins at one and a half years old. It's possible. And I share those tools and techniques and strategies in that workbook. Beautiful. And then I think you also have one that's like crush your quota. That's a workbook <laughs> and a masterclass. See, I've got a lot of, I forget. Are even there. Yeah, yeah. So those are for sales professionals. I have a background in medical sales. So yeah, that talks about goal setting and how to um, how to crush your quota. I love it. I love it. And so it's even great for people, um, that have teams, they can give them that or have them watch the masterclass. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Perfect. Okay. So you can find the link, um, in the show notes to pick up any and all of those different types of resources. But before I let you go today, um, I would love for you to share, you know, do you have some type of takeaway or memorable note that you would like to leave our audience with today? I would say there's not, there's never going to be a straight line. There's going to be pivots along the way. And anytime that you are feeling discouraged or disheartened, go back into your why, like think about why you started the business and who do you want to be when you achieve your goals? Like think about the goals that you want, that you want to achieve, but more importantly, when you achieve those goals, Who do you want to be uh, when you do? Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being with us today. And I want to thank our audience for joining us on another episode of Creating Powerful Impact. I'm excited for you to take all the lessons and definitely all of the resources that you have available to you. Start implementing them so that you can create even more impact in your world. Until next time, have an outstanding rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to the Creating Powerful Impact podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, author, or thought leader who would like to be on this program, simply visit creatingpowerfulimpact.com forward slash guest. If you are someone who got something out of this interview, would you please do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your socials. Also, if you know somebody that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag creating powerful impact. I love seeing all of your posts and great guest selections. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show, and they really mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more about us? Head on over to our website, graceandeaseproductions.com, or follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Just look for Grace and Ease Productions on your favorite platform. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.